Well, your Kansas City Chiefs took care of business in Tampa Bay against the Buccaneers. It was a great game on Sunday Night Football. We're going to go ahead and review that game, Chiefs Kingdom. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome you all to the Keem Connect Podcast. This is a Kansas City Chiefs podcast. You're with your host and producer, Eric Lepardis, certified health and performance trainer. Hope Chiefs Kingdom is doing very, very well today. We're recording this episode on Monday, October 3rd. It's very nice outside. A little warmer today, nothing too crazy, but um, we're supposed to get into the 20s later this week, so I'm, I'm really not looking forward to that. Uh, my allergies have been kind of killing me lately, too. I kind of get bad allergies around this time, kind of during like fall and se- certain seasonal changes, but been trying to hang in there hope you guys have all been doing good um so with everybody being down um in the florida area fort myers area who who anyone who was affected by the hurricane i hope that you guys are you know you guys have recovered you know in some sort i'm trying to uh, you know get back to normal life i can only imagine what it's like just to go through a tragedy um a disaster like that so uh, my my thoughts, my prayers, and my love goes out to all those families and, and those who were affected um, in that area. So anyways, we're going to get deep into this episode. Um, and before uh, we get really deep into the episode, uh, I'm going to actually do the grades now. Um, and I'm going to give out my game ball now. I think I I, I can't remember if I said I originally wanted to do that post or like kind of towards the end of the episode, but I think I want to do it in the beginning because I actually just want to go ahead and get right into talking because there are times where I forget to mention what I actually really want to say in some aspects or some points that I want to get out there and I end up missing them. So, and this is the one that I cannot forget. So I'm going to go ahead and do the uh, game grade and I'm going to go ahead and give the game ball. I would go ahead and say that this game was probably, I'd give it an A minus. It, it it was a great game. I mean, we we went into Tampa and we took care of business on all phases. I know the score was forty one to thirty one. We only beat them by ten points, but we were up three four scores most of the game. I mean, they scored those garbage time touchdowns when it was basically not even in contention anymore. Um, and on top of that, if we would have capitalized on certain other plays that we dropped and we missed, the score would have been ran up even more. I mean, those were just little minor mistakes that we made that led to no touchdowns and most of them just dropped passes. But anyways, um, so yeah, I give this game grade an A minus. I mean, we went into Tampa Bay. We took care of business. We did what we had to do. You know, everybody knows that Shaq Barrett put out that bulletin board material for the entire team, especially the offensive line, which I don't know why the fuck you would do that. Like, like I I just don't get what team does that. You don't put bulletin board. Now, you could talk highly of yourself, you know, and how you feel about your pass rush, but if you're trying to, like, come at another team and say like oh i feel like their offensive line is the same and we're gonna have a coming out party well you did it bud you didn't do shit in the damn game and you lost they probably were realizing like oh fuck this this is a totally different offensive line that we went up against in the super bowl because it was 
You went up against third and fourth stringers, guys that aren't even on teams. I mean, the only guy that's still on the the only two guys that played in that Super Bowl that are still on the team that are on that line is Allegretti and uh, um, Wiley. And Allegretti is a is a is a swing guy. He comes in on certain packages, and uh, you know Wiley is your starting right tackle, which he did start at right tackle in that game because they switched Remmers over to the left side. But anyways, you don't do that. You don't give bulletin board material to one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If not the be- actually, you know what? What am I saying? The best quarterback in the league. You don't do that. You don't fucking do that. You know, especially after we came off of a loss last week that should have never happened, which, you know, again, yes, coming in and taking care of business in Tampa Bay really annoys me. It annoys me in a way because of we should have won last week or against the Colts. And we completely looked past them, you know, towards this game and the next few games. So anyways, um, yeah, A minus on the game. Great. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to be different. I'm going to, you know, I mentioned him already. I'm not going to give my game ball to anyone on our team specifically. Well, I will. But I'm going to go ahead and give, like, a a morality game ball to Shaq Barrett. You don't do that. (laughs) And this is why you got your ass kicked. And so thank you for that. Thank you for that motivation because I know the team heard that. I know they did because it was brought to their attention for one in the press conference uh, and their pref- press, uh, pressers that they had with some of the linemen. And then I'm sure they heard it wherever they heard it. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, you just, you know, I, me personally, I think it's, you know, why would you say that? But, you know, some of these players are like, eh. And some of these players are like, okay, well, we're going to use that as, as fuel. Um, Well, Breaking news, I guess uh, Kenny Pickett, I know this is not this is not a Steelers podcast at all, but I guess they're going to move forward with Kenny Pickett as a starter. Um, I, I said it. I, I told buddies. I, I, I told buddies that, you know, I was giving it till about week three. Well, it was week four that they were like, yeah, we're benching Trubisky. But anyways, um, to, let's uh, go ahead and uh, give the regular game ball, the original game ball, to. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give that game ball to. Uh, I'm going to give it to Travis Kelsey. I, I just think he had such a perfect game. I mean, the set. I mean, Mahomes had a, a magical game. Mahomes was Mahomes. We're going to get into uh, more of those plays that he made that were just ridiculous. Um, but I think I want to give the game ball to Kelsey today. I mean, he just. He did his thing, you know, he showed out, you know, he killed Levante David today and Levante or last night and Levante David is uh one of the, you know, he he said he said it when Kelsey was ranked when Kelsey was ranked number 5 a few years ago, not this last top 100 but the top 100 before. The one guy that talked the most on that on that segment about Kelsey was Levante David and he said, "Man, I mean, when you have a dude so deadly like that, like Levante said, that's the best tight. That's like literally the best tight end that's best player that he's ever had to guard. Now, if we look back in the film, the dude held him a lot in the Super Bowl, but it is what it is. But Kelsey ate him for lunch in this game. I mean, just the first touchdown. I mean, just the hezzy, the hesitation. 
I mean, he came up and said, oh, Shimmy, nope, I'm going to keep going. And it stunned Levante. He had nowhere to go. He literally just paused and stunned because he thought Kelsey was going to sit right there. Kelsey just comes up right in the middle, goes right down, and fucking jumps over someone into the end zone. Just set the tone. And on top of that, you know, he um, – God, he he got. I think he got the record. Um, I think he passed Gronk in uh, the passing yards or something like that. I believe. Yeah, that's what I believe had happened. Let me confirm that just in case. I know Chiefs posted that. Well, no, Kelsey is now. Uh, he's the tenth most in points in Kansas City history, past Jamal Charles. Um, but there was another thing that he did. Um. Yes, he is now fifth in re- most uh, career receiving yards by tight end because he passed Gronk. Gronk is now number six. Um, and obviously Pat, you know, is the fastest player to you know get to twenty k passing yards. Dude's just, dude's just ridiculous. But Kelsey, man, he had a phenomenal game, and I believe that he deserved this uh, game ball for uh, our Week Four matchup. So. Um, what was I gonna get into? Let's let's get right. Let's uh, get deep into this game, and I'm not gonna touch up too much of the special teams because I think the special teams definitely redeemed themselves from last week, and um, and you know they're really good. You know our special teams is a good unit. You know I think I I know I mentioned about what if you know the league is caught up to Dave Tobe. I, I think that you know Dave Tobe still runs a beautiful scheme, and I. I shouldn't really say that because or say the, you know, it maybe if the league's catching up to him because if you think about it a lot of special court special teams coordinators they are limited to a lot of things that they can do on their special teams units. They've taken out so many block techniques, so many things you can't do no more and obviously for good reason because most of the stuff was for player safety. Um but that's why you see a lot of penalties nowadays because it's just so hard for you to be so perfect on special teams all the time. Um, as far as like, you know, returns and stuff like that. Um, but you know, we set the tone right in the beginning, got a fumble when they, uh, you know, when they we kicked off the ball and then freaking, uh, uh, Lamont stripped the ball recovered by Elijah Lee. And it was a good game. You know, it was, uh, you know, it was a great game. And, we got to, we got to get the uh, ball to begin the game and obviously get the ball at second half. That that was that was key, and we really really took advantage of uh, their miscues. Um, but yeah, you know, in the kicker, the kicker they brought in Matthew Wright. You know, he did his job. You know, we obviously we all want Bucker back, but we want him back healthy. So if this guy can, you know, if he has to go again next week, you know, just stick to what you're doing, man. And Tommy Townsend had another beautiful punt game. He's he's good, dude. He's a fucking phenomenal punter. He's a good. I, I think last year, I, I I think last year probably may have been a little bit of a regression in essence. There was some punts that I had questioned. But this year he's definitely turning on. Because he had a great rookie year. He did. Um What else was I gonna say? Uh so yep, that's pretty much special teams. Um, they, like I said, they had a really, really good night, you know, recovering from a week ago against the Colts. And then, you know, we get into the offense. Again, like I said, Mahomes and Kelsey, they set the tone right in the beginning. And 
um, you know, they were uh, they were just on point with each other all night. Mahomes, he found Juju on multiple occasions. MVS, you know, he had some drops, but, you know, at the end of the day, he hauled in that one, a couple passes too, especially that deep ball. And you could tell Mahomes, there were at some points, I want to say towards the later game, he was still looking downfield too much. I get it, man. You want to find the big play, but there were still some plays that you need to take what was there. But for the most part, he took what was there. Sometimes he had to use his legs, and I think that's what he's going to have to do. And I think he said that in his presser, his postgame press. I'm probably going to have to start using my legs a little bit more, how way defenses are playing us. Juju showing his build. He he played big. I you know I, I said this. He you know I I thought maybe he was a little too thick and maybe slowed him down a little bit. But I think maybe you want him a little bit thicker, especially if you're going to have him play a lot of inside, because um, he's going to be able to take on those you know those linebackers and be able to sit a little bit more in those uh you know those shorter routes. I um, mean we saw a lot of crossers you know where he you know they were utilizing their bodies and that's what you want. Obviously, we would like to see more out of Hardman. Um, you know, he had a few plays, but, you know, I I still think he's hurt. You know, I think he's just trying to play through an injury right now. Um, you know, I just – I want him to be fine. You know, we have Sky Moore, which I know he's a rookie, but he had a few plays, and I think that – I think at this point they're going to really start implementing him. In a way – I want him to not be the punt returner. I kind of would rather McColl be it because, you know, he is a Pro Bowl specialist. But they don't – I think they want Hardman to be more into the offense. But then in the day, maybe you just have to do what he – you know, he's just best at. And, you know, we need to see more Sky more in the offense. And – you know, I know Andy is really slow with playing rookies. He likes to slowly feed them into the offense. He's done it with everybody. Did it with Tyree, Chris Conley. You know, he's not going to just throw rookie receivers out there in, a, you know, an offense like that. Because this offense is very complex. It's very complex. You can ask any Chiefs player that's played or any player that's probably played for Andy Reid, and they will tell you that his his playbook is is ridiculous. You know, it, he just has so much knowledge. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, as far as like our receiving core goes, I mean, everybody was good. Mahomes fed everybody. There was a lot of different targets going around. Obviously, Mahomes and um, I want to say, oh, Mahomes and I believe. Uh, who had the second most? Yeah, it was Valdez Scantling. That's who it was. I, I, I wasn't sure if it was between him and Juju or Valdez Scantling. Um, but, yeah, no, they both had the top receiving yards. But Clyde, man, Clyde was killing it on the ground and the also in the pass game. You know, he should have had that one on third down. on I, I believe it's fourth down, actually. Yeah, it was, you know, he would have walked easy walking touchdown. Now, I was a little, little, be, little kind of behind him. But, man, you had your hands right there. You're an NFL player, man. You have to make those catches. You have to make those catches. You know, he's tiny, you know, but you got to feed him. And you got to make it. You got to make the play, dude, because you would have had an easy walk-in touchdown. Same with, uh, I want to say, Noah Gray. Noah Gray dropped, dropped a touchdown, too. You know, he had the QB sneak, which was nice. 
You know, I you know obviously we we did that with uh, Blake Bell a lot, and obviously now we know Noah Gray can do it. Um, there was that uh, there was that quarterback option play with um, I want to say they had McKinnon and McKinnon, or it was a either that it was either option or it was a, uh, a RPO with McKinnon at the quarter. I have to go back and look at the play. I've only really looked at the first half. I didn't really get too much into the second half with the all tw- well because the all twenty two hasn't really came out yet. So I've been trying to just you know go back and actually watch the game game and see what I can see from that angle. Um, but whenever I get my hands on the all twenty two, I'll try to get more into depth into that um, for me personally. But anyways, it, you know it was you know it was good for the most part. I mean. You know, Tampa Bay, Todd Bowles, he, he ran his cover two, his shell, and clouding clouding guys. But Mahomes is finding the open zones and guys in the middle. And, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm not saying those guys weren't – that defense isn't good because obviously they've been a top defense so far, you know, and they've only allowed so many points, you know, and um, you know since the beginning of the season. And on top of that – since the last three years since Todd Bowles has ran that defense or, you know, yeah, most of the time since he's ran that defense, they haven't allowed, they haven't allowed that many points and Mahomes put 41 on them, you know, well, I wouldn't say just him, but the the Chiefs, we put, we put 41 on their asses. And, you know, I will say uh, probably a lot of that is coming from that Super Bowl loss and being in that side, that statement, and just getting embarrassed. Getting embarrassed. It was. It was an embarrassing game. And I know they took that shit personally. Our offensive line. Offensive line, you know, balled out tonight. Um, Tooney was probably the best guy of the night. Creed coming in second. And I would say probably Trey and then Wiley and then Orlando. Had a good game. He had a decent game. I know that we have seen bad plays from him, and we have. And, and, and I will say this for a guy who advocated a lot for him over the off season, I will admit he has not earned a he has not earned a guaranteed contract like that. I I am smart enough to admit that I had my hopes for him. I thought you know maybe the weight loss, the training over the off season, would get him right. But you know, then there's rumors out there saying that he's dealing with the knee. He's dealing with the knee injury, and I'm like, well, fuck. If he's if it's that bad, why is he? Pl- I mean, I get it. He has to play to earn his money. But the last thing we want is the man to really, really get hurt. If he really, really gets hurt, then he's you know we're out of a left tackle, and he's out of his money. So we both lose that situation. Um, but for the most part, you know, he did get beat off of a speed rush. Uh, guy got to Mahomes, but you know, for the most part, people may be surprised by this. He won most of his matchups last night, but we're only gonna. But the the TV, the game itself is only gonna show, you know, the bad ones because obviously Mahomes was pressured and I sacked, I believe, on the play. So, you know. Orlando Brown completely just got beat. You know, his feet didn't even move. I mean, he his reaction towards it was so slow. But again, you know, he it was like he dom again, he dominated more of his matchups than he lost. He was, 
you know, now granted, you don't want him losing anything and giving up pressures and sacks. You know, he's the as of right now, Orlando Brown is the weakest link on the team. He is, you know, Andrew Wiley has showed him up for in some in some uh, spots. Creed Humphrey is the number one center in the league. Uh, Joe Tooney's the number one guard in the league. I mean, if those guys are both all pros this year, if Joe Tooney and Creed Humphrey are all pros this year, now I, I for some reason I feel like they're gonna give a pro, a pro Bowl nod to Orlando Brown maybe because of his name and he's gotten it the last three or four years and they may just keep doing that. I don't know how those, those rewards are going to get voted now, now that there's not a, um, a game anymore. And legitimately it's just a flag football game. And, you know, obviously the events that they do over that course of time, but the offensive line did what they had to do. I mean, they, 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 enforce their will to get after that front you know and Tampa Bay's got a good front now they don't have some of the same guys they had from that Super Bowl they don't have Sue anymore they don't have um oh uh, JPP you know they don't have those guys anymore um and you know they were old I mean they were they were old by that point but you can obviously tell last year that they were they were they were cooked. I mean, you can tell that those those some of those players on that defense were probably needing to go. Sue, JPP, um, who else? I mean, you and then you got, you know, freaking um they lost Jordan Whitehead. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Well, Chiefs Kingdom, don't you hate technical difficulties? I originally had this episode fully recorded at 45 minutes to when I was done recording the episode, I came to realize that it actually had stopped on me around 20 minutes. So I have lost 25 minutes of, you know, content of the episode and I cannot remember what I I had said. So I'm going to do my best to try to recapture or recover everything that I mentioned that last 25 minutes. If I repeat myself, I apologize. I did not mean for that to happen. Um, I think I believe uh, before it cut out on me, I believe the last thing I was talking about was how the offensive line took care of business against their uh, front, um, handled their linebackers well, uh, obviously handled their secondary. You know, their secondary kind of kind of had to come and play up a little bit of the time, especially when we started running the ball more. Um and if I hadn't mentioned uh, Kelsey, obviously uh, becoming fifth in receiving yards as a tight end, um, he passed Gronkowski. If I hadn't mentioned that, I'm mentioning that now. Uh, he also he also had uh, passed Jamal Charles in most points or something in points in um, Chiefs history. I want to say like third in points. Um, cause I think Nick Lowry still home, is like the number one score, I believe. Um, and I think Bucker's getting up there too. So, uh, but yeah, I know Kelsey passed or is either he, yeah, he passed Jamal Charles in third and scoring, I believe. Um, let me actually confirm that just so you guys know. <laughs> Ah, I said third. He's actually 10th. I was completely wrong. 10th <laughs> in points. Most points in Chiefs history. Um, so that's good, man. Kelsey's still, you know, doing his thing. 
The receivers balled out. We balanced the game out. I think that's where we need to find this identity is just having a balanced game. Not everybody has to have 100 yards receiving. If they do, cool. It's probably mostly going to have to come from Yak. But, you know, you have to get in the right place and Mahomes will find you. Uh, I do believe they will slowly start implementing Sky Moore into this offense. Um, and, and, you know, that will be, you know, good, you know, to add on to the balance. And hopefully Harmon can get, you know, get a little bit healthier and find his step too. Um, <clears throat> if, uh, if I hadn't mentioned anything about the offensive line, like, you know, as far as like the players personally, you know, Joe Tooney, you know, he's the number one, number one playing like number one guard. Um, he's according to PFF. Um, you know, I know how I feel about PFF, you know, in ways I try not to, it's nice to see them being number one, but again, I don't know how their grades are coming from. And I sometimes think they're, I, you know, I do agree with how Kelsey said that I think agents pay for, you know, their grades to be good, their players grades to be good. And I believe that, um, but anyways, they have Joe Tooney as the number one guard and they have Creed as the number one center. And, <clears throat> you know, maybe Orlando Brown, if he picks it up, you know, they'll probably give him another Pro Bowl nod. And maybe it's just because of his name and not really necessarily of how well he's playing. Um, if I hadn't mentioned it already and if I did, I apologize. Uh, he won more. I think I did um, before it cut out on me. But, you know, he won more of his snaps than he lost in the last game. Um, and Wiley handled himself. So overall, this offense is doing well. They're, you know, they're a lot better than they were the last two weeks. They're putting points up there. It looked like week one as far as like moving the ball down the field. Um, and I think that this offense is going to keep rolling and Andy Reid's going to keep um, just, you know, adding more wrinkles as the week goes on. Uh, we're in October football. So another uh, next, uh, you know, close to, you know, getting closer to the playoffs and, you know, looking towards that, you know, we obviously November and December football are very, very important. Obviously October football is important. You know, you want to win your games there, but you also want to get, you know, your losses out in October if you, if you have any, um, <clears throat> anyways, um, we have, you know, obviously we have the Raiders coming up and the Buffalo bills after that. And, you know, we, we go into the, a little bit of an easier stretch of games. Um, let's get on to the defense, uh, defensive line. You know, I, I like, I like some of the things that I'm seeing, but what I'm not really happy about is we're not getting home with four. And I think I, I, I'm starting to wonder, is it scheme? Is it personnel? Is it, you know, we're going, we've been going up against these talented quarterbacks. You can't really expect them all to make certain plays. I mean, granted, I think we really, really put the pressure on Matt Ryan. We obviously put the pressure on, uh, you know, Justin and Kyler and stuff like that. But, you know, going up against Tom Brady, he was, you know, he, he had some pressure on him, but he was, you know, most of the time he, he was getting the ball out pretty quick. He does not like interior pressure. Chris Jones didn't really have a super monster game. I mean, he was kind of, you know, he was getting some pressure and stuff like that. You know, he was blowing up some runs, you know, and, you know, stuffing some lane, run lanes and stuff, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, you didn't, you know, we saw some stunts that they tried to do. Maybe, you know, sometimes Spag was set, Spags was sending, you know, Bolton or a linebacker. They, you know, they would rush five, 
sometimes they they maybe rushed six once or twice, but if they were going to send an extra guy, it was usually just a linebacker. Um, obviously, Snead had that snack, that sack, and I've you know I've said this already that you know Snead is becoming a true true weapon of this defense. Um, you know he's the best blitzing DB in the league as of right now, and you, you can't take anything away from him. Um, you know Watson, he got picked on a little bit by you know at Mike Evans and Tom Brady, and I think they knew that because he's a rookie. He had some good plays. He he matched up a lot better with Godwin in my opinion, but. Mike Evans and Tom Brady are just going to do Mike Evans and Tom Brady things. They're they're two vets that have been playing some playing. I mean, not Mike Evans is not nearly as old as Tom Brady, but you know, but still, like you know, Mike Evans has been in the league for almost ten for about ten years. I want to say he's on his tenth season. So, you know, he and he's a very consistent good receiver. He got smacked by Justin Reed on one of his touchdowns, but. Um, Justin kind of hurt himself a little bit. He actually kind of got banged up a little bit in this game. You know, Cook had to come in and play, and Cook came in and did very well. I really liked what I saw from the rookie. He filled in some lanes and made some good plays, uh, helped with the PBU on one, uh, one play. You know, they they did very well as far as the um, – they, they the secondary held their own, especially going up against that receiving core. You know, Julio Jones, obviously, eh, you know, he's he was playing on a partially torn PCL. He was pretty much a non-factor the whole game. It was really mostly Russell Gage, the running backs, um, you know, Mike Evans, Cameron Brait, you know, some of the guys that Tom Brady has been trying to feed over the last few weeks. His offensive line was bad, you know. There was, you know, but for the most part, you know, they kind of held Chris Jones, you know. Chris Jones didn't really get so much pressure, but – I mean, again, like, you know, they – you need to take advantage of those, you know, those bad, bad matchups. You know, you need to take advantage of those. Um, and, you know, Tom Brady, you know, there were a lot of plays that he threw the ball in the dirt. And, you know, you don't know if that's him just, like, you know, just getting rid of the ball or you just, like, is it is it inaccuracy? You just don't know what it really is. But I've seen a lot of dirt plays as of recent this season from Tom. Um, But, again, our, our defense held their own. I think that was a bogus call on Mike, you know, from, Mike, from uh, Thornhill on the hit on uh, Mike Evans. He did everything he was supposed to do according to the rule book, shoulder pads to chest, you know, wasn't a defenseless receiver. Mike Evans saw it coming. He was right there. Bullshit call, but whatever. You know, it, it's it's just it's dumb. It's dumb. Um, but kudos to Thornhill for trying to make a play. You did what you could, man. But you know, there's it's it's sometimes it's just it's Mike Evans and Tom Brady. They're gonna get some things that won't be in our favor. But I would like to see more pressure and more getting home with our front four. Karloftis did have another good game. He was really stuffing the run, though. Um, he's just a he's a motor man. You know, I he's gonna get a sack. He's gonna get. You know, I, I know a lot of people had him probably getting like ten sacks this year. It's not gonna happen. You know, he hasn't gotten one yet. You know, I, I would have, you know, it could still happen. I mean, maybe the last 10 games he just gets sacks in each one game. I'm not saying it can't happen. It's impossible. I'm just based off of what we've seen from rookie defensive ends. If they've had like, you know, crazy rookie numbers as far as like sacks wise, they were 
ripping them off usually pretty good in the beginning of the year too so you know he's getting pressure he's getting you know he's stopping the run he's getting there he's getting there you know he's you know he's he's doing what he can but um he's he hasn't fully fully gotten home to the quarterback yet he's gonna get his though i i believe he will chris jones is a monster he's he's just trying to wreak havoc and just do his thing frank you know i'm just i try to have my hopes i will always do for him every off season but you know i'm just gonna always expect the same thing he, we're either going to get a good Frank or we're going to get a not good Frank. And most of the time, it's not good Frank. <laughs> you know, maybe when we get to the playoffs, maybe he might turn it up or something like that. Who knows? But, you know, he didn't really do that last year. But maybe but 20, 2020, 2019, obviously, was really good, you know, playoff years for him. Nick Bolton, man, he's he's gonna be an All Pro. I keep saying that. Nick Bolton, he's a guy. He's a he's a great player. Just everywhere on the field, Darius Harris has been filling in well for Willie Gay. I'm very impressed with him. He has definitely earned his his way onto this team like that. I mean, the dude has been, you know, literally legitimate. He like fuck. He was. I think he was here even with. Uh, he was here with. Um, God, we've had Spagnolo for already years. Uh, I can't even remember our guy before Sutton, Bob Sutton. You know, Bob Sutton ran a very, very. You know, his defense was okay, but we just didn't have the personnel. But Darius Harris was on the practice squad for a little bit before he got cut from that defense, and then we ended up bringing him back the following uh, off season in 2019, and he got cut. Mate, you know, and then. And then in 2020, he got elevated for a few games when we had some injuries to the LB core. Um, and then uh, and then obviously, you know, in 2021, I think he came up a bit a few times to play some special teams. But, you know, it was mainly, you know, that. And now he's finally made the squad like that. And he's he's been taking advantage of his playing time, and I'm really really impressed by that. I'm really happy. Um, Fenton, you know, I, I know I'm jumping all over the place in the defense. I'm just kind of trying to think. You know, I'm I'm really really upset that that part cut out on me, uh, just because I had all that content out there, and it was very very smooth. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know, we didn't really run a whole lot of three linebacker sets. So, you know, Chanel got in when he got in. You know, he got in mostly on earlier downs when they were choosing to do that, but mainly running on, uh, mainly running on the um, the two linebacker, the nickel, the big nickel. Uh, but if you think about it, the times we got scored on, they were in nickel. They we didn't get scored on once when we ran the dime. And that's kind of surprising to me because I know Brady knows how to pick apart a dime defense because, you know, you have one linebacker out there, and if that guy doesn't know how to cover, you're going to have middle zones wide open. But Nick Bolton has shown that he can do just that. Um, Darius actually got in there on a play, too, at the dime, and I really, really was impressed with that, too. So um, I'm excited uh, to get Willie Gay back at some point. Uh, we won't get McDuffie back until the Buffalo Bills game. Uh, so we have one more week with him being on IR, and then we'll get our, our starting cornerback. Um, 
you know, obviously, when you know, we'll primarily be in nickel. So you're going to see Watson, Snead, and uh, and uh, McDuffie out there, which I'm I'm excited about that. I really am. Um, and I I think this defense is only going to get better throughout the season. I mean, if they're playing like this, Spags is Spags is realizing like, oh fuck, like. I can make something work with young talent, you know, well, especially since he has no choice to make it work. He has literally no choice but to make it work with young talent because we took away all his old guys. Um, he's got Frank. He's got Kerr still, but took away most of his old players. Um, just trying to think of anything else I need to cover before we get out of here. Um, you know, we got the Raiders coming up on Monday Night Football. That should be a really, really good game. Uh, a lot of craziness happened this weekend um, with the uh, the football games and stuff like that. You know, parody, a lot of parodies happening. Um, you know, you saw the Jets beat the Steelers. I mean, it's still early in the season. I mean, there's kinks that are getting, you know, out and stuff like that. But, you know, it's it's just this because it's new age football, you know, it's. You know, players aren't. There's a lot of players that are that sit out in training camp that don't that don't uh don't don't do anything during training camp or you know they don't play in preseason. So then when they actually step on the field week one, they look so sluggish. They look out of sync. You know, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is still old school. I mean, I'm not saying that that's every coach, but Andy Reid is still old school about his shit he's getting all his players ready no matter what any situation at all times he runs one of the hardest camps um and you just you start a lot of that a lot of the the new age coaching and philosophy has led to you know it being more parody in the league and some people may not like it but it, it that's just how it is you know, you're having, you know, teams like this, you know, the Buffalo Bills and Ravens game was, uh, you know, that was a good game for the most part. You know, I don't like either teams, obviously, with them being top teams in the AFC. But, you know, it was funny to see Josh Allen throw a temper tantrum and it was funny to see Lamar Jackson, you know, fuck up at the end. And at the same time, you know, it, it, you know, he had, he had his guy open for years before he passed it to him. You know, you basically allowed Poyer to just make the play, you know, and it, he just didn't trust his arm in that moment. I don't know why, but you know, you, you got to make those plays. And, you know, I, I know people, a lot of people who know me personally, I, I tend to talk my shit on Lamar Jackson. I, and look, I'm not when it comes to the actual game, I'm not dumb. I know he's a fucking baller. He's a fucking phenomenal football player. I don't have to like the guy. I ain't got to like anything about him. I ain't got to like the narratives that get put out there. So that's, you know, that's what it is and um it would have been nice to see either of those teams, you know, lose. So it, at the end of the day, it really didn't matter. Um I guess it was nice to see the Ravens lose though too kind of killer momentum i mean marcus peters was hot about that uh that ending for them and not trying to get too deep into that game i don't really care too much but you know the packers the jet uh packers and the uh patriots that game was wild uh the the lions and the the seahawks that was a high flying scoring game too so a lot of a lot of just craziness that's you know that's been going on you know it's 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 pretty wild on how you know these games end up turning out. 
But it is cool because, you you know, there's not a real true cut dominant team out there. I mean, yeah, you know who's probably going to end up being the top of the AFC. You got Baltimore, Kansas City, and Buffalo, the top teams in the AFC. I'm not going to throw Cincy in there because I, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I can't trust that team. I, I know that, you know, my buddy Tyler loves Burrow and those LSU guys that are on that team. But come on, I just don't, I think, that I just don't think they're, I just don't think they're, I think they're overrated. I mean, I I know they went to the Super Bowl and they beat us to go, but I just I just don't see them. I don't see them having winning their division like that. I just don't. You know, if 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 Lamar continues to play the way he's playing, you know, and and you know, putting up some good numbers and stuff, he's going to keep winning Baltimore games. And then on top of that, you know, I mean, the Steelers are going to probably, they'll probably take last place or maybe the Browns will. I don't know. The Browns are always going to be the Browns, but they're doing all right. Um, but no, I mean, at this at the same time, I mean, the cream of the crop is still Kansas City. You know, we're we're still the top of the line because of because of 15. That's just what it is. You know, we got a lot of people out there still creating narratives and bullshit. And, you know, I don't know if you guys listen to Undisputed, but you know, Shannon Sharp cooked Skip Bayless as ass today. And I even said, I tweeted that out to Skip last night after the game. I said, after he made like some bogus ass status, trying to complain. I was like, bro, like, I know you get paid for this shit, but Shannon's going to cook your ass tomorrow on the show. And he did, you know, and Skip had nothing to say. I mean, it's, it is, you just don't give bulletin board material to this team. And I said that in the beginning of this episode, you know, you just don't do that. You don't do that to Pat. It's just disrespectful because you know he's going to he's gonna kill you with it. Like, not legitimately, but obviously with his game. Um, but it was a nice, it was a nice game to watch. Good, uh, you know, you know, obviously you don't really want them to score 31. But I, like I said before, I mean, that, that was garbage time points. I mean, they were pretty much out of contention by that point. You know, they had, um, you know, if we would have capitalized on some of the the miscues that we had with some of the drops into the end zone and stuff, then we would have, you know, we would have been up by four or five scores by the point they would have had no time. And pretty much when those point when they were starting to score, we were already up by three or four scores. You know, they weren't doing shit to us. We we owned them that whole game. And it's it was nice to see us tie up the matchup. You know, Brady, you know, Brady and Mahomes now tied up 3-3. You know, he will always have the bigger games over us, but at least we can say that we tied the matchup up as far as, like, games being played. So I can't complain too much about that. Um, I don't know if how much I really want to, you know, cover. Um, Like I said, I mean, our, our defense is looking good. I think they're only going to get better. I think our offense should uh, – find its way you know based off this game and continue to be more balanced I think we're going to take I think we're going to handle the Raiders I know I said that about the Colts but I really think we're going to handle the Raiders it's a divisional game we do not take divisional games lightly we take those very very seriously and you know I think with McDaniels being the head coach and just it being so weird it's just I don't know. I think we're gonna really take good care of business and it being a Monday night game, they're gonna be they're gonna be motivated to to really put a whooping on that that ass. And I'm gonna get a preview episode for that, you know, sometime this week. Um just, you know, obviously with the time that I can get it in. So um I hope you guys all in oh oh actually before I wanted to go, um if any of you guys are KU fans KU's ranked number nineteen nationally. It's uh nice to see that. 
uh, took care of business against Iowa State over the weekend. We haven't beat Iowa State in years. Um, you know, it, and some people talking shit saying that, oh, well, we're not playing teams yet. But, hey, you know, anybody who's known KU to be bad at football for years, this is perfect for us. And this is awesome. The coach is awesome. Jalen Daniels is cool. The defense played very well against Iowa State. So I can't complain too, too much. Um, you know, he's second in running to Heisman. And at the end of the day, I just want a bowl game for this team. I don't care about having the most wins or anything like that. You know, I don't, I don't see this team probably even making it to the big 12 championship. Maybe they will. I'm not, I can't sit there and say it's impossible because they're undefeated right now. They haven't lost the game, but same time, I'm not gonna, I, I put, I, I'm a week by week guy with KU football. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of who I am. It's a little bit different with my Kansas City Chiefs, you know, you know, obviously there's a little bit more confidence in this team. So, especially with one five. Um, all right. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think I mentioned this in the last segment before everything cut off. I think I, what I was doing before it all cut off or when I was speaking into my, you know, my microphone, when it was cut off, I was telling you guys, go ahead and, uh, give my, give me a follow on this, uh, podcast on Instagram, Kingdom Connect. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, Biggie KC, um, and again, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to do the YouTube thing at some point. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of taking my time with this again. This is just a hobby. I'm not out here trying to compete with any other podcasts that have bigger media platforms and stuff like that. And, uh, people that, you know, maybe helping them with, uh, production and shit like that. So, um, I'm a one man band and I'm kind of just doing this for fun. So I hope you guys all enjoyed that. Uh, again, give, go ahead and give me a follow, uh, rate this podcast on all your, on all your audio platforms. If you can, I really would appreciate that. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we're going to go ahead and get a preview one out sometime later this week. Um, hope you guys all have a good one. Chiefs kingdoms. With that being said, the connect is always real. Okay, so when I went back and re-listened to the whole episode, like I said, it had cut off on me when I originally recorded, and then I had missed a whole, like, the last 25 minutes of content. I had 25 minutes that never got actually recorded. So I had to go back, record what I thought I had said, and then re-went back, re-listened to everything, and then I realized that didn't review anything about how the running backs did and didn't review any about those plays that Mahomes made. Um, and I actually want to go over how those went and Mahomes made some phenomenal plays in this game, obviously with the Houdini passes, the, the floater, Steph Curry pass to Clyde in the end zone, spinning off the defender first and then getting drugged down by a defender and throwing sidearm while he's like floating in the air to Juju, just crazy plays. You know, that's just Mahomes though. He, that's just what he's built to do. And why we love the guy and why he's just magical. Uh, Clyde and Pacheco both had really, really good games. Um, you know, they were both ran hard. I like the one-up-each-other uh, mentality 
hopefully those guys can kind of keep going. Obviously, uh, CH had the hotter hand, um, and he looked great. Um, and I want to keep seeing that. It's going to you know, obviously keep this offense very balanced. And um, Andy Reid just got to, you know, keep implementing the run. And that will lead to success, you know, moving forward. And obviously when we get to playoff time. Um, but, yeah, guys, that's just what I wanted to get out there. Um, the running backs looked great, you know, in the past game for the most part, other than that one hit, miss from uh, Clyde. Uh, but obviously he had the pass. He had a touchdown. He had a couple touchdowns and stuff like that. So can't take away too, too much. But like what I saw from them and hopefully we keep seeing that moving forward. All right. Thank you, guys.